0: Pump day, and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totry. We got Eric Ruby back in the passenger seat today. We got DJ Danielle behind the Mac, and then we've got all of the lovely folks in the chat. If you're new here, do us a favor. If you're new listening on audio, let us know what you enjoy about this episode, about this podcast. Leave a five star review, hit that like button. We have a little bit of a different show. For you today. Now, of course, this is the PHNX Sun Devil show. Eric, huh? We're we're yeah yeah. You're you're on the right side. Oh, it's okay. Get it's out okay. Of here. It's okay. Normally, we're talking about the Arizona State Sun Devils, but you know what? I went to sleep last night and I was like, you know what? I really just feel like we could use what a discussion that doesn't involve Arizona. <laughs> I State. think
1: that's we think is that a is, liberal term. I that think is, that's a. That you thing, is what buddy. I needed. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I really i just need a break today man let's talk about some awesome
0: bowl games because there's a lot going on so that's what we're going to do today we're going to spice it up on today's show we're going to be ranking the top 10 bowl games of the 2023 college football go. season a fun fun matchup um really across the board you look at some of these teams obviously the college football playoff games we'll get into that in a little bit we got donald in the chat we got glenn in the chat it's not really. It, would you can um, call this salmon. He's yeah. asking me this salmon. I'd say, I'd
1: say it's salmon. It's almost I'd said it say it's peach, peach today. Is it peach peach, peach salmon? salmon? Peach or flavored peach, salmon? Salmon flavored peach. 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 peach? Oh, wait a second. Before we do anything else, I, I want to I don't know what I that. just sparked.
0: I want that question. What would you rather eat? A peach flavored
1: salmon, salmon. Or, or salmon flavored peach? Probably a peach flavored salmon. I feel like I could deal with that better. You want a peach flavor? Okay. Okay. Want so is a liberal term. Salmon, salmon that tastes like peach. Yeah. Or I, peach that tastes peach. Oh, peach. I don't peach think I think like the, like peach, the might- peach consistency with the salmon flavor. I don't. I just don't know. If I'm gonna like, I'll take the consistency of the salmon with some some peach. I don't know. Listen, the show's already off the rails. I'm glad it's off the rails because that's oh, that's God. where I like things, and I have a massive massive surprise it's not another kelly Oubre mixtape kelly Oubre? no it's not (laughs) um okay listen so celebrated christmas with my family hope you had a great christmas everybody that celebrates i'm glad that donald's here donald i hope you had a great christmas because uh my lovely mother gave me all sorts of great gifts Mm -hmm. and i would say the one that brought the house down was uh bro there is was this one there's no show. <laughs> my mom bought me a freaking speedo, man. <laughs> uh, you should have seen my face. If you're on audio right now, oh I would highly encourage to come look at toes. I'm, a, I'm face the color right of my lady. You're, you're the color of my right Oh my God. face right now. Your mother. My mom bought me a freaking speedo, dude. The first show that my mother ever watched us do together was the speedo show. And she immediately, immediately went and purchased the Speedo for me to give it to me on Christmas. She had it wrapped in a different box, everything like that. So luckily, ASU basketball is definitely not going to do any of the things that I put my bet down on. If I was going to wear this on the show, you own a speedo. now, I though. do own a speedo now, though. I can't. I cannot say. <laughs> I cannot say I don't own one anymore. So if you ever want to borrow it when well, you can go to the beach, brother, nah, bro, you <laughs> let me know. You let I'm me all know. set. I'm all set. That is yours. Um, <laughs> I feel like you have to wear that. I. Uh, I
0: uh, we'll that's, see. That's, it's, it's a gift from your mother. Like, that is true.
1: That is true. You can't
0: be disrespectful like. But that. I don't like know if like gotta... I, I think
1: we might get demonetized if I wear it on the show. No, I think we might actually be able to pull in some more money if we do that. I, <laughs> so think...
0: I think we can monetize yeah. double monetize yeah, it. Absolutely. Wait, die hard only? Well, and we are getting down a slippery slope die here. Die hard only? I sh- What's your mother's name? Susan. Susan, you were just you're phenomenal. That was amazing that you actually purchased
1: yeah, I know for
0: Eric, I can't, I can't even. I can't even. Glenn in the it.
1: chat says one day Eric's going to say something bold, and if he loses a bet, he has to wear it. That basically already happened. Megan said he
0: still hasn't tried, still, it, h- him. I the tried heck, it on for me. I I have not tried it on for Megan.
1: I'm sorry, I'm slacking. Look, I got it yesterday. We celebrated Christmas a day late, because I had to work on Christmas. Shout out you to you the Suns for sucking. I need you to be but better, bro. I need you to be better. It, 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 Donald says it's a gift you must wear. You I didn't look, even. Okay, hear me. Okay, what? before we get into the the actual <laughs> actual thing, look, let's have a. moment You said you didn't want to talk about ASU, You're not here. The chat's not here. Okay, me. And you? Well, let's have a look. Okay, I'm gonna face you. I'm gonna face you. So, you never want a speedo in your life. I've never wanted to speedo me, in my me life. Either. Do I look like I would have wanted a speedo no, in my yo, life? I'm not
0: getting into the look like you wear a okay. speedo conversation again, but you
1: didn't even like go try it on for yourself just to see you like no, not yet. I will. we got home late last night, it was like 11 something, tired. You know, and That's I That's like, a
0: gift I'm putting
1: on pretty immediately.
0: So <laughs> <Not to show laughs> you're leaving,
1: you're leaving. But I want to see, like, I want to I see... I'll tell what... you what, Donald Donald just sparked a little idea in me. Said he'll definitely start an Eric Speedo fund. Oh, Maybe no. we could do a little something for for charity with the with the diehards or something like that. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. But I own one now. So if I do uh, put my foot in my mouth, which, I mean, you put a camera and lights in front of me for an hour, a couple days out of the week, I'm going to do that. Uh... Something's probably gonna happen. I got some I
0: got some buddies on the AFC Swim and Dive team. We're gonna turn that oh, into some content. Wait, for sure. okay.
1: Listen. We're gonna turn I'm that all, into some content. I'm for all for, for the sure. I'm all for the content, oh, man. I'm all for the content. Shout out Mama Ruby. Uh and she threw me a curveball too. I thought it was something completely different in the box. Um, Susan's Susan's angel fan. And I, I died. I died. Oh so yeah, I I told you, massive surprise. No, that was big a big deal. Surprise.
0: That made my day. I, I had I to hope do it. everybody know. If Dillingham
1: uh, wins the big 12, you have to wear. Okay, if if Dilly wins the Big 12 year one, I'll wear a Speedo for like a 24-hour live marathon show. How about that? <laughs> look at his face. Dog, I had to bring I you down with you me. I had to bring you down with me. No, no, <laughs> nah. nah, nah. Well, crazier things have happened. Crazier man. things have happened. I, I mean, listen, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I have way more faith in that than ASU even sniffing the tournament this year in oh, basketball. Yeah. Look, so, no I mean, ASU. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, okay, I'm ASU sorry. Right I'm sorry. I'm, talk, sorry look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. Let's start ranking some of
0: these bowl games. Starting with number 10. This one might surprise some people. They might have thought that we'd have it a little bit higher on the list. We're going from 10 to 1. 1 being The bowl game, I guess, that we're looking most forward to, I would say. Number 10 on this list, we've got Georgia and Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Obviously, two teams that had high aspirations this season. Two teams that you fully expected uh, to be competitive down the stretch in terms of, hey, can we get into the college football playoff, right? Obviously, Jordan Travis having a remarkable season with Florida State. Undefeated ACC champions. Jordan Travis obviously goes down with an injury. Uh, a really unfortunate scenario for them. And you kind of look at the way uh, that things have transpired really for Norvell and and the Seminoles throughout this whole conversation of the college football playoff. It's been a controversy, right? Um, Not making the college football playoff and then now being in the Orange Bowl. And then on the flip side of that coin, uh, you got the Georgia Bulldogs, a team that was number one in the nation for the majority of the season, if not the entirety of the season. Um, And then you get to the SEC championship game. And they lose. They lose to Alabama. Now, mind you,
1: they went from one to six. Yeah, that's that's a tough drop. One to six after only losing by three points. Yeah, I'm looking at this game, dude, and I'm looking at Florida State. You could argue with Florida State. I understand why fans are mad about, you know, oh, if the quarterback was different, then we would have gotten in. I mean, I think that's actually a probably a legitimate argument from them. But yeah. at the same time, I think not- that, I
0: think let's get that straight. I think Florida State is in if. Jordan Travis is playing.
1: Right, yeah. And I, looking at Florida State in general, injuries and transfers and things like that, and then you look at Georgia, who you have to imagine, they're so angry. They're so pissed off that they not only dropped to six, they're not playing in the college football playoffs, and they're going to be playing a a rather beaten up team with a relatively full roster on Georgia's end. They haven't had a bunch of guys come out and say they're going to the NFL draft. They're not going to be playing, you know, a lot of these games that we're talking about. Teams are going to be missing... A vast number of players, which a lot of people are are upset about on the college football world because it's kind of taken away from the bowl games. I'm sure we're going to have that discussion a couple times throughout this episode, but I, I, I would not be surprised if Georgia just absolutely rolled them. Yeah. Absolutely rolled them because of injuries, because of play. They were the number one team for basically the entire year. They lost by three points, and now they're pissed. And everybody's playing. It is not a recipe for success for Florida State.
0: Well, yeah, and you look at the amount of players for for Florida State that have entered the portal. And again, that's a whole nother conversation. with that's tough, dude. The the situation where some of these bowl games take place. The majority of these bowl games take place, and, and guys, you know, having to really decide on their future pretty fast. Right? Do you enter the portal, like? For example, uh, Jaden Delora at Arizona mm-hmm. entering the portal, but saying that he is still going to be a part of Arizona for the bowl game. Just a very weird scenario. And when you look specifically um, at the Orange Bowl, when you get to these these two teams, regardless of who is playing right now, mind you, the the guys coming in for Florida State, uh, specifically the quarterback that filled in for Jordan Travis, um, entered the portal. So they are they are down a lot of players to your point, and ye- it's Georgia.
2: It's, <laughs> and, it's they're it's, and they're, they're georgia georgia bulldogs off.
0: they're in the sec and i think look this entire conversation about the college football playoff you know wh- what do they value are they doing it for numbers are they doing it for money does florida state opt to leave the acc that, that whole conversation when it comes down to what happens on the gridiron and you see these two teams play on december 30th i think it is going to be pretty clear which team is from the sec and which team is from the acc And you're not going to have, like, even if Jordan Travis is playing in that game, Mm -hmm. the edge is to Georgia. Now you look at the spread, it opened at 13 and a half. Since players have entered the portal, since decisions have been made, it has gone up and ballooned up to 19 points. Georgia is a 19 point favorite, man. And this is against, think about that. Think about that in and of itself. The Georgia Bulldogs, the number 16 in the nation, a one loss team. They are almost a three-touchdown favorite over an undefeated ACC champion. That's number five.
1: Yeah, and again, you know, there's there's so much context that goes into that as well. But it's, I mean, the money line is minus a thousand for UGA. There's no value. There's zero value for UGA. It's it's unfortunate because. Like you said, on paper, and again, Florida State's ranked higher than, than Georgia. Uh, on, on paper, like, fully healthy and nobody in the transfer portal and all that. Like, this would be a really good game. Mm-hmm. Like, Florida State would definitely have a chance. I would probably still roll with Georgia if everything was equal, everything was fully healthy, no injuries or anything like that. I'm still probably going to put my money on Georgia, who ran through the SEC until they met Alabama in the championship game. But at the same time, I mean, if Florida State was healthy and they had a chip on their shoulders, that it would be a it'd be a great game, but I'm going to be honest with you like I'm not necessarily looking forward to this one. I, I have a feeling yeah. this is one of those games I'm going to like be looking at my phone and just be like okay, like what's going on? And uh look down and it's like 14-0 with 8 minutes left in the first quarter and I'm like, "Oh, maybe I maybe I don't need to do that." I don't need to watch that. I just, it sucks though, doesn't it? Like it kind of sucks. This is the number six and the number five team in the nation. And it's the 10th bowl game. Like if we're ranking them, which we are like this show, this is number 10 and it's five and it's six. That's tough. That's tough. But that's why it's number 10 on our list. That's true. We got nine more to go.
0: Let's go ahead. Move to, or actually before we get to number nine, you're taking Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking Georgia as well. Let's go ahead and keep a. We'll keep track of this, and we'll see after bowl season who does better. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to absolutely take George on this one. Moving on to number nine. This one might be a little bit higher if some of the other players are playing again. Bowl season, Mm -hmm. this era of college football, you're seeing a lot of people opt out. Number nine, we've got the Holiday Bowl between Louisville and USC. Louisville obviously finishing the season number 15 um, in the AP Top 25. You look at these two teams, it is a much different scenario now versus a regular season non-conference matchup or even maybe uh, if you're looking at a season where Caleb Williams is playing in this game but Caleb right. Williams yeah. opting out of the holiday bowl um, still from from my understanding still hasn't I guess technically declared for the NFL draft uh, but all signs are pointing to that direction clear-cut favorite to be the number one overall pick but you you look at this matchup between two teams that really had very different seasons from my perspective there wasn't a whole lot of people talking about Louisville finishing the season as strong as they did. Again, Dude, they they really turned it on. A 10-3 and 3 team with some nice wins. You look at that win over Notre Dame. A 23 to nothing win over Duke. Duke was looking pretty strong. They were in the ACC championship game against Florida State and then just didn't have the firepower offensively to really get the job done. But Louisville was a team that I don't think, like you said, a whole lot of people really expected to be in this conversation as potentially a conference champion down the stretch but here you are and they're getting to take on a USC team their last game you know before that move to the Big 10 it's obviously not a conference matchup but there is so many storylines in this one and i think you are really going to see where each of these programs
1: are at from a depth standpoint after this game am i like am i out of pocket for saying i think USC gets rolled i don't think you're totally out I, of pocket. I think USC gets rolled their defense can't stop anybody at all and and look no Caleb Williams for USC that that is huge he he was basically the only thing keeping them afloat at times this whole season uh it is a home game for USC basically Uh, it's in San Diego and um, Louisville uh and USC where they are compared to where San Diego is a lot more USC fans are going to be able to show up but uh Louisville is going to be without Two of their best players, their best running back and their best wide receiver, which is like a pretty big deal, especially yeah. for a team that ended the season so strong. Plus, I mean, their, their leading receiver, again, as a name guy. Talk about a good one. Jamari Thrash. That's the yeah, end. No, that's pretty. incredible. Come on. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I, I mean USC is kind of crumbling. Caleb Williams is not going to come back next year. I, I'm not saying that they're like completely done or their program is over or whatever. They'll probably be great fine. But it doesn't though. like it doesn't look good. This was not. This was a team that they, they started six and zero. I'm pretty sure, and, and they were the number six ranked team in the country preseason. And you have the Heisman winner. And now they're seven and five. Well, they went down. They went down. And they're and they're they're definitely not favored in a home basically bowl game against Louisville. I mean, look. It's just it's tough and I just don't I, certain teams in college football have that type of like mojo about them. Even it's like, okay, we're down a couple of players. We're down our star, our star quarterback. We're going to be able to pick it up and go. USC is not a complete team like that. No, they're not. They're far from a complete team, and I think the the
0: the gripe that people have with Lincoln Riley, right, is Lincoln Riley has always been known to be an offensive mastermind. Right. His offenses are always super unique, they're always super dynamic, and let's be real, USC with Caleb Williams out there had no problem scoring this no. season. But no. defensively, defensively it was abysmal. It was you were quite literally giving up 45, 50 points a game and on the flip side asking your quarterback to go out there And make unbelievable plays, not just every drive, but almost every snap to keep you in the game. And now you don't have that guy. No. You don't have Caleb Williams in the Holiday Bowl. Now, ESPN's Matchup Predictor does have USC as the favorite. What? 53.4% to 46.6%? Actually. actually. But the line is in favor of Louisville. Louisville is a a 6.5 point favorite. The total in this game is set at 58.5. I don't know... If either one of these teams is going to be playing defense,
1: that's that's really weird. USC being favored by ESPN, but a touchdown dog. Yeah, I don't get it in the odds. I don't get it now. Maybe being and the, it's, in and the, those California, are the ES, those are like the, the ESPN odds too, which is yeah. like that. The the math is not mathing. So there. who are you taking? Who are you taking? I, I, I can't roll with USC, man. The vibes are just so bad. It's their last game in the Pac-12. I think they're ready for the season to just be over. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I just I don't think they're a good football team. That's fair. I just they're seven and five. They barely qualified to make a bowl. Like they're not I don't I don't think they I don't think they win this. So game. you're on Louisville. I'm I'm on Louisville. Okay. I'm on Louisville as well. That. Hey, is, am I saying it wrong? Louisville? I'm saying
2: Louis. Totri, I, like I think it. you were nailing it with the, That's the Louisville. I, I'm
1: having pronunciation Louisville. on me right now. Like I'm trying Louisville. Louisville. i know Louisville.
2: every everything i know about how to pronounce that city uh from from uh brandon Fott. oh he, yeah, he, yeah yeah Louisville. yeah louville yeah i'm just
1: i'm gonna like mumble it a little bit and make it just one syllable that's no, pretty so much you how you have to it do it you have
2: to mumble you gotta mumble all right next game whatever you say speedo <laughs> man i <right>, moving
1: from <laughs> number
0: nine to number eight let's go ahead and discuss the Alamo Bowl. Arizona, Oklahoma, both these teams um, having some strong seasons. Again, I don't yeah. think I, anybody was really expecting the Arizona Wildcats to take the jump that they did, but here we are talking about a team that finished the season um, in the AP Top 25. We know what happened in the Territorial Cup, and now Arizona's going to get the chance. Wait, what happened in the Territorial I Cup? I want to talk about it. <laughs>
1: I'm, um, I'm I'm sorry. Nine I'm, and sorry. Three. I'm sorry. Nine guys, and three I'm
0: sorry. 9-3 Arizona Wildcats up against a 10-2 and Oklahoma team. Now, Oklahoma without Dylan Gabriel transferring over to Oregon, lost their offensive coordinator, I believe, as well. Yep. Uh, And you're looking at this matchup, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like all sides are pointing to Arizona taking care of Oklahoma in this game.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma's another one of those teams that they're just kind of getting ravaged by the offseason before the offseason even really starts. Uh, They're going to have a five-star quarterback play for them, but that's somebody who has, I think, only thrown 20 passes this season, I, I think. Like, it's... And in, in the way that U of A is playing, I, look, I know I hate them too, guys. Like, don't get me wrong, but they're they're playing really good football. They're on a win streak. They ended the season on a high note. It wasn't as high of a note as a, a seventy two point win, but uh, it, it was still it was still a high note nonetheless. And uh, again, their last game in the pack, they're going to be taking on a team that's leaving the Big Twelve. Yeah. So it's kind of a a, a weird full circle ish moment in college football, but. On paper, if I take my biased hat off, like you have to say, okay, like Jed and U of A did n- not the unthinkable, but definitely the unexpected when it comes to football down in Tucson this year. A- and it's a kind of a model when you go to their one win season to now, it's a model that ASU fans can look at and say, okay, this is an attainable success story where in a couple of years we could be in a position like this. Yeah. I don't think it's that far fetched. So as much as I hate, seeing them succeed as much as I hate like watching them play good football it is in a way twisting it encouraging for ASU fans to see a team that was so damn low yeah now go in and and most likely I would say I'm I'm probably gonna be taking them to win this game taking care of business against Oklahoma it's probably the it's probably gonna be the closest game out of the three that we've discussed so far. Um, but I, I think I'll I'll have to roll with the cats just because I want my record to be good. But my heart my heart does hurt saying it.
0: Yeah, Glenn in the chat. Arizona playing for pride and no opt outs. I feel like Arizona will take it to Oklahoma and play hard. Look, this is the first time it's the true. Arizona Wildcats have been in this position in a long time. You best believe that Jed Fish is going to have his guys ready to take care of business. And you you got a young quarterback in Noah mm-hmm. Fafita. This is really going to be his first opportunity um, on a major national stage. And then Tedrowe McMillan. Uh, another dude, six foot five, two hundred and ten pounds, sophomore wide receiver. That's just had an absolute monster. He's
1: season. gonna be a he's gonna be a an absolute on monster Sundays.
0: monster season. This is a kid that's gonna play on Sundays for sure. And, and again, regardless of the rivalry between Arizona and Arizona State fans, Arizona in my mind is going to take care of Oklahoma in this game. Um, Oklahoma with those opt outs, Arizona. Uh, I just have I have confidence in, in Jed Fish. Yeah. Um, as a leader, as a coach, and again, it's been pretty remarkable to see this team go from quite literally the worst, the worst football program in the nation to a team that's now nine and three, and the favorite. He, to he's win doing
1: what everybody thought Dion did in five seconds over to Colorado. Yeah, he he did that. So you have to you have to give him credit for that. And I believe the only players on U of A's roster that have played in a bowl game before are transfers. Yeah. from other schools. They don't they don't really have any experience. And, and I mean, the chat's kind of going off and as there always is, there's a lot of U of A guys in here. We love you. Your views count the same. Um, it, there, actually, 0.75. <laughs> you guys count for... You. Yeah, the views down in Tucson, the conversion rate, it's, yeah. all, it's all tricky yeah, yeah. stuff. This is business talk. It's so inside <laughs> baseball. Um, but going into this game and, and saying that they are... And the chat saying it, I... I think they're just the better football team. I think they had a really good year, and I'm ready to stop talking about U of A. And ESPN's matchup predictor,
0: dude, has Oklahoma as a 75. What is up uh, with this? 75.5. What's, what, what's the what's what's
1: what's what's our friends over at, uh, at Bet MGM Arizona,
0: I believe, is the three point favorite.
1: Okay, as long as, Bet MGM's got, got it, right. I don't
0: understand what they're doing with this. Yeah,
1: matchup if predictor. this if this is anything, it's, it's according just according
0: to ESPN analytics.
1: Just make sure. Just make sure if you're if you're going to be putting your money down, man, just use use Bet I'm I taking, think, I'm taking Arizona minus three, bro. I'm going to, I'm going to take U of a to probably win this game by double digits. But, uh, I mean, you, you think you're going to put a little money I down mean, on this absolutely. game? You're absolutely putting money on these games. And if you're doing so, you're doing it on
0: the Bet MGM, a sports book app, not just the Alamo bowl, but the holiday bowl and all the other great bowl. That's games the great thing is you can put money down on all of them. <laughs> talking about maybe construct a nice little parlay with everything Ooh, that we're we, going here. What
1: If we parlayed all of our picks for all 10 games, we throw put $5, a little, a little each. fiver down on I'm it. I'm down. I'm absolutely down. Okay.
0: And like I said, you're going to do it over at the BetMGM Sportsbook app. If you've yet to sign up, they've got a great deal for you guys. Just download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account, place your wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that bet loses. And if that bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. So just to recap, Sign up for BetMGM, use bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text hope ny four six seven three six nine New York. Call one 327 5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. one 800 270 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing, Casino, and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario.
1: Get absolutely stuck. Oh, I've been is. waiting to say there it. it Just it get stuck. <laughs> and listen, you can either use BetMGM online through their mobile app, or you can go to their sportsbook and watch all these games. Put some money on it in person, and you can find that at a uh, Wild Horse Pass, Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Now, listen, nobody does it better than them, and we're kind of hitting that point now. Like with NFL football hitting the end of their regular season, college football bowl season, guys the sports nirvana that we've kind of been in for a little bit is starting to see its end so you want to make sure that you can go have a good time at the sports book and if you're looking to maybe fill some time when you don't have as many college football games to watch, head on over to any of the many locations of Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They offer an authentic and immersive experience unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement you won't find anywhere else like genuinely, You you seriously cannot find what they offer you there as far as like card games goes, as far as like, slot machines go blackjack tables everything you it's the largest casino uh, sportsbook in Arizona there as well. Nobody is doing it like them, and nobody's doing it like you when you're at Gila River Resorts and casinos. Plus, they've got a lot of food options, whether you want to keep it chill, something quick, quick bite to eat, get back to the tables, get back to the sports book, get back to watching games, or if you want to maybe take your partner out for a nice date, go to a steakhouse, there's a rooftop uh, restaurant, there's one by the pool, they've got so many different options. Do a little staycation there as well because they do have hotel accommodations. It's, it's everything that you need. If you have a little extra Christmas cash that you're looking to spend on an experience instead of just a thing, do it over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Let them show you what Next Level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at gila.com for more details. Love it.
0: Now, moving on, keeping up with these rankings. Number seven, we've got the Cotton Bowl between Missouri and Ohio State. Number nine versus number seven eric this is another one of those games where backup it, quarterback for it's, ohio state it's Woo-hoo! gonna be impacted by a lot of these God. guys leaving um and then some legit stuff with marvin harrison jr i'll be 100 percent honest with you i have had conversations with people that do genuinely believe that are you know they have knowledge of the situation that aren't 100 percent sold that marvin harrison jr will declare for the nfl
1: draft that is awful um, news
0: for Cardinals um, fans that is awful news again it's nothing's a sure thing but that that is what i have learned from some of these conversations as of late um and you just look at this ohio state team this is a a group that has got a lot of those types of players that you could see end up declaring for the nfl draft Mm -hmm. now again from my understanding those guys are going to be playing when it comes to the the cotton bowl there are you know situations with marvin harrison jr that he might not play but it sounds like everybody else Will, you look at the quarterback situation, um, obviously Kyle McCord is gone. You've got Devin Brown, only attempted 22 passes this past season. Chip Traynum, the backup running back who was at Arizona State at one point. Remember him. He's no longer there. They do have their starter, though, in Travion Henderson. Missouri, on the flip side of that, offensively, they've got their trio of weapons. Um, Brady Cook, Cody Schrader, Luther Burden, they've got their dudes. Uh, Good but names. Where they may be hurting is they're without their two best defensive players. Um, heading into this game so it, it's I don't know man it, it's this feels like a, a trap game to me if you're betting on it it feels like a trap like game. for Ohio State yeah like it you, feels you like you, you don't think take Ohio,
1: Ohio State I was reading on uh, some Ohio State blogs and stuff like that just because I like to get both sides and I was reading some Mizzou ones as well and they, I mean they have OSU rolling by like 20 and I, I just don't see that I don't because this is a really big game for the Missouri program and yeah. even their uh, their head coach Drinkwitz he He was saying this is, he's seeing this as like a launching pad yeah, Uh, and and kind of the world with transfer portal and, and everything like that. I, I think that when a team like the Missouri tigers who are not a powerhouse, they're not a team that people associate as a top 10 team in college football on a regular basis, you're playing Ohio state, which is going to garner some of the most attention out of any of these bowl games, just based off of name and brand alone. Yeah they're going to go in trying to rip the heads off those dudes. And they have a a more complete team as far as who's returning for them instead of leaving. But uh, Glenn makes a good point in the chat. I mean, Ohio State's backups are five stars and four stars. Yeah, that's so true. And, and I mean, that's it's the case with a lot of these teams. A, a lot of the reason why these players are leaving is because there's either somebody behind them who can probably come in and take their minutes or they see an opportunity elsewhere. So there is a a good chance that these guys can step up and and that they can play well for Ohio State, but there's not a season of experience. Missouri's a way better opponent than I think a lot of people are giving them credit for. Yeah, they're the number nine team in the nation. Well, right, but again, if you went up to somebody, even somebody who casually follows college football or just casually follows ASU, and you're like, would you say the Missouri Tigers are a top 10 team in college football? Just I I think you'd maybe get one person who was like a sicko who would say yes. I don't think that many people understand and realize that. Yeah. So I I do think that that Missouri is going to go into this game with a a, a chance to prove something on a big stage against a big team, a blue blood program when it comes to college football, and they know it. So I think it's close. I don't think Ohio State's backups are going to just like go out and just fumble it and lose by like 30. But there are a lot of people who are just taking Ohio State to roll, and I don't. I don't see that. So where are you going then? Who are you taking in this? It's list? I am Because Ohio State
0: again, uh, ESPN's matchup predictor has them as a 75% chance to win in Ohio State. That almost only makes me want to pick them less.
1: They're a three-point favorite. That makes me want to pick them less. The, the more like ESPN's game. prediction, whatever the fuck, is saying, like, oh, they're gonna win by like I, the more I'm like, I don't believe that. Um ah, Ohio is, State just doesn't this lose. This is this is the hard this is the hardest one for me because I do kind of feel like I'll be a dummy. Uh, and, and be like, ah, nah, it'll be Missouri, and then it's one of those games where a just comes it's, it's, out it's, it,
0: If you take Missouri and they win, you're a genius. If you take Missouri and they lose, you're like a, you're right, a total. Right,
1: I, I mean, but again, it, like to give to give credit to to Missouri here, like they're a really good football yeah, team. Yeah, they're ten and two. They're really good.
0: They're a ten and two football team. Their only two losses came to uh, LSU. And Georgia. that was a
1: really close game LSU, LSU and Georgia. Georgia that, was, that was down to the wire against LSU. That was a Jaden Daniels. I think it was almost, it wasn't a game winner? I they think lost, it was a game winning they drive.
0: Lost, they lost to LSU by 10 and by they 10, lost to Georgia okay. by nine.
1: Yeah. Those are the only two losses all year. I mean, the, the, the spread is close. I, I'm i going to fall my heart on this one. I'm going to say Missouri wins. I, I think by like okay. my, I, one to three points though. I want to I take Missouri because I feel like it's the right pick, but I'm taking Ohio State. Is this the I first just,
0: one we're differing in? I'm taking, yeah.
1: I I'm taking so. Ohio State. I just. I know, That's fine. I think we can go on either end of this. It should, honestly, out of all of them. Honestly, this is a game I'm leaving
0: out of any parlay that I'm making.
1: Yeah. I, this I is think, absolutely
0: a game that I'm not touching in reality because it is a gross line. And anytime <laughs> you see it. a gross line where you feel like it's free money, then you're like, ah.
1: Leave that to Damon.
0: Yeah, leave, leave the gross let, lines let Damon to Damon. Damon super, super gross and, and keep that one to himself. But moving on from number seven and number six, this is one of my favorite ones. And honestly, this would be a top three bowl game if everybody was playing. But they're not. And we're talking about the Sun Bowl uh, between Oregon State and Notre Dame, the Irish at number 16, Oregon State at number 19. Now, I don't think that there have been two teams hit harder than them both in terms of the transfer portal and when it comes to people declaring for the NFL Draft. Looking at the Irish, for example, you're without Sam Hartman, you're without Audrick Estime, the running back, two guys destined to try and make it in the NFL. Um, Estime, a, a surefire pick, Sam Hartman, maybe a little bit in the later round. They've also lost defensive players like Cam Hart uh, and Maris Leifau. Uh, and then Oregon State. We know about DJ Uyunglele. We know about their situation with their head coach, Jonathan Smith. Like this feels like two teams that are gonna be shells of themselves. When it comes time for does that, kickoff? suck.
1: It does suck. That sucks. But that's Because like, on, of it. like, like on paper, this is such a good game. I, like, I, I've lost interest in this game because of it. Like you said, like if everything was on paper, everything was good, then I would be very intrigued by this game. And, and Oregon State's had a great year. On the field, uh, I mean, all things considered for the program <laughs> and everything like that, maybe not so great of a year, but all, on the field, this is a culture game. They have, they have bit absolutely. This is a they need a honestly. I think that's that's why I, I'm probably going to roll with Oregon State. Wow, because I think that they are they are desperate to end this season on a good note so they can go into the off and not like be doomsday about the Pack Two. I mean, they are already doomsday, and Goonsday. just because
0: you, you're. I feel like look, they are yes they're desperate. I am desperate to win a million dollars. Does that mean I'm going to do it? No. I believe in you. No, it doesn't though. Like they can be desperate all they want. Like this is this is when I say a culture game. What Jonathan Smith built at Oregon State impressive as hell, right? Mm-hmm. To build that culture, to build that program really from the ground up to make Corvallis such a tough place to play. And then you look at Notre Dame, right? And we have this conversation about culture and you look at Oregon State and the Beavers and you're like, "Okay, that's been impressive over the last handful of years. Notre Dame's a culture that's been built for as long as college football's been a thing. Oh, yeah. Right, so they can lose guys similar to Ohio State, and you're talking about four-star, five-star backups. I like Marcus Freeman to go in to win this game as the head coach versus an Oregon State team that quite literally has been picked apart by yeah, the world that is coming
1: you football. might be talking. You might be talking me down. You might be talking me down. I'm sorry, for, man. For I my... didn't want to do it. No, Look, that's Oregon fine. State is only a that's six point fine. dog.
0: They're only a six point dog.
1: I, yeah, I just. <sighs> Yeah, that's it. You know what? You laid it out for me. You're just so smart. You're just so smart. I just, I can't, I can't argue with it.
0: You're not taking the beeves You're not going to stick with what you had?
1: Man? No, I'm sorry. I think that might've just been a, a rushed into it heart pick because Look, I like, to be honest with you, like I'm rooting for Oregon State. I'm rooting for Washington State. Like I feel bad for their programs. I really feel bad for them, but Mind over heart, Oregon State has lost Notre 3 Dame. of the last 5. Yeah, we'll their got, only two yeah, wins we'll came against Colorado
0: and Stanford in the last. We'll,
1: five we'll we'll go with Notre Dame. I I mean, and I would imagine like tickets for that for that game uh probably not too expensive. I don't think people are wanting to see Oregon no, State. No, I don't think
0: people are probably losing their mind to go watch this game, but if you are. Oh. Do it with Game Time. Oh. I was talking about it on the show yesterday. I've already got a bunch of trips planned in 2024 to go see a yeah, bunch of different concerts, dog. and it's all because of Game Time. Game Time helping me securing those tickets at a an affordable price and doing it kind of last minute. With especially the one that I'm going to um, in January. Check out Game Time. It is a super super easy app to use, and you really can snag the best deals with Game Time. Snag the tickets. Without the stress with game time, download that game time app, create an account. Use code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price.
1: Guaranteed. This this read is gonna kill me, dude. I'm so hungry. I'm so, I, like you could even like I bet you can like hear it in my voice too. Like, I'm starving right now. And I'm about to read These about hunts. a about a restaurant that uh That man, I've I've been wanting to go to for a long time. I just haven't been able to make it out there. And I want to eat the piping hot queso, the tacos, the salads, the burritos. I'll get one of everything at Illegal Pete's, please. I'm so hungry. I need it. And after I eat a little bit, then I can maybe get a margarita. Then I can maybe get a beer and we can have a little bit of fun. Maybe watch some bowl games. But listen, whether you're a margarita maniac or a queso connoisseur, which I know Anthony Totry considers himself. Both. Yeah. Uh Illegal Pete's is your one-stop shop to spread the cheer this holidays. So you can get a hundred dollar Illegal pizza gift card and get an extra twenty-five dollars in gift cards for free. So you're you buy it for yourself. And you're gonna go there, and you're like, I'm gonna drop a bag at Illegal Pete's on some food and some alcohol. Maybe you're gonna go out with friends and you guys don't want to like split the bill.
0: You can turn it into a vibe over at Illegal Pete. Oh, yeah, you
1: really can't. $125 at Illegal pizza you could uh you could have yourself a good time and you can get the $125 for 100 dollars That's what I like to call free money. And good food and good drinks. That's a big three if if I've ever heard of it. So plus their t-shirts are just 15 bucks for the end of the year. So you can even spend the 15 of the 25 on a t-shirt and still have $10 for free. They've got so many locations. Just go into whatever Maps app you use and and look up Illegal Pete's. There will hopefully be one near you. And uh, if there's not, it's worth the trek. So I'm going to be here daydreaming about Illegal Pete's. You should go there right now. Send me a picture if you go as well. Because uh, my my mouth is literally watering right now. I'm so <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm we're gonna move on. We'll move on. But uh, but yeah, man, go check out Illegal Pete's. So going back to that
0: Oregon State Notre Dame game before we move yeah. on, where are you leaning? Are you officially I'm, uh, hopping off the Notre Oregon Dame? State I'm thing? Notre How Dame. I'm not gonna get crazy. Taking with Notre this Dame. One. Dame. I'm not okay. I'm with crazy. you, man. I'm absolutely taking Notre Dame. Donald, uh, yes, it is in El Paso. Um, and Donald, that's funny. I was actually at that game as well. So. That's
2: crazy. Like years and years ago. Me and Donald just so happened to be in the same place. Same it was
1: time. meant to be you two.
2: Us two? Mm-hmm. My brother was in the marching band at that point, and he got crazier time on that. Really? At that bowl, yeah. You know. like I, I El Paso is not great. I don't
0: love going to El Paso. <laughs> I don't love driving to El Paso. Um, but I will take the Sun Bowl. I love I love the the stadium that they play in. It's kind of like in between two mountains. It really is really cool. Uh moving on, we are officially Headed into our top five. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about the ReliaQuest Bowl. Wisconsin and LSU. You've got a ranked LSU team versus a Wisconsin team that... Look. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Wisconsin, man. And it's not like Melvin Gordon's Wisconsin. No. This is a Wisconsin team that went, what, seven and five seven this year? Seven and five. Barely made bowl eligibility. And you're looking at an SEC team in LSU
1: that on paper... Should dominate. No Jaden Daniels, though. Your Heisman. You should dominate Heisman winner. Though. Your LSU. I mean, this is the only time that ESPN's matchup predictor has it right. And they have an 81.7% with LSU. This one, man, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not I'm not too thrilled with this one, if I'm being honest. I would have liked to see LSU take on a team that's not seven and five. Uh, and I would like, but to that's see- been their season. Their season's kind of been like uh, that. That's that's why I don't want to see it again. I don't want to see that again. Like I, I would like to see them maybe take on a better team. But at the same time, talking about backup quarterbacks, you're talking about guys leaving for other places in the portal. Guys declaring for the NFL draft. I mean, you're not going to have your Heisman Trophy winner. That's a really big deal. No, if, you're right. If there was a game for for LSU to maybe take its foot off the gas, it, it would be this one. But I'm. I can't put it in my heart, man. I can't do it. I can't take Wisconsin to win this. Nobody game. can take Wisconsin. It's gross. And and look, this is
0: this is a fun matchup because I look at it from a coaching perspective and you've got Brian Kelly versus Luke Fickle. Okay, It's fair. Luke Fickle, what he was able to do at Cincinnati for such a long period of time was really, really remarkable. Now again, going to Wisconsin, getting the bowl eligibility with a roster that wasn't very good. And then on the flip side, you've got Brian Kelly, one of the best coaches in, I would argue, the, the last 20 years of college football. Um, I saw some reports that if Harbaugh opts to go to the NFL, that Michigan would take a chance and try and pull Kelly from LSU. Now, again, it is all very, very out there, but imagine this is the last game that Brian Kelly coaches. That'd be weird. That'd be I don't weird, know. That'd be really it? weird. But you look at it, Brian Kelly left Notre Dame out of nowhere. It's true.
1: Out of nowhere, I don't think Harbaugh's going. I don't think Harbaugh's going anywhere. I want him to. I don't think he's going anywhere. I want him to be the. I don't
0: think he's going coach, coach so badly. I want to coach. I want to That's coach. your heart that's speaking, neither brother. Here. That's neither here nor there. Like I don't want to spend too much time on this game because yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good moving on. I think LSU is going to. I think LSU is going to work them without I don't think a doubt. It's going to be much of a game, to be honest with you. Uh, LSU, they are ten point favorites. Um, the total on the game is set at 55 and a half. I feel like this has become slowly a betting show over the last 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, but just word to the wise here, LSU has gone over in 11 of 12 games this season. Um, so take that for what you will. There's not a whole lot of value on the money line, minus 375. But again, this isn't a betting show. This is where we are going to get into the rest of our top five. Number four, I said it before we even started the show. This is one of my favorite bowl games that we're going to get. Uh, oregon versus liberty in the fiesta bowl liberty number 23 in the nation oregon number eight and guess what eric what bo nix is playing in this game bo Nix crazy. is playing in the fiesta Bowl. how awesome is that how awesome it's, is that? It, it,
1: i'm i'm glad i'm glad i think it makes it actually a worse game but i'm glad you think it makes it a worse? oh because think, i think oregon's gonna roll you think oregon's i think or- roll? i think oregon's gonna roll no respect them. for liberty bro i think oregon is pissed off just like georgia I think Oregon's mad. But I, think I think that's why Boise is playing. I think Georgia has a valid reason to be upset. No, I think Oregon's just mad that they lost to Washington. They lost twice to Washington. Yeah, but they're mad. That doesn't mean they're not mad. <laughs> I'd be they double be mad, mad at anybody but themselves. I'd be double mad. Be mad at yourself. They probably are mad at themselves. So they got to go on, they got to work on themselves and they got to go work Liberty.
0: I don't know, man. I I think there's just more to this.
2: It's a game. 16 point spread. I know it's a 16 point spread, but I think 16 points is is, is too much. I think it's them too many a little. Points. See, I think it's giving Liberty a little too much credit. Really? I think I think if Liberty keeps it within 25, that's a that's a win.
1: Now you're him. cooking. No, no, dude, you're, you're look, cooking, DJ look, Daniel. What
2: was it last last year? Tulane played USC
0: in the in bowl season. Yeah, right. Caleb played that game. Tulane won that football yeah. game. USC had the it's best fair. offense in the nation. You're looking at kind of a repeat scenario here. Oregon, a very good football team with a g- really good coach, really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everybody expects Oregon to roll, right? Show Liberty but a little you. bit of respect. These are their point totals. Are you going to pick Liberty? I'm not picking Liberty. Okay, no. there we go. But they, are, they went undefeated this season, 13-0. and Their point totals, they scored 34, 33, 55, 38, 21, 31, 42, 42, 56, 38, 49, 42, 49.
1: Can you do me a favor? No, they didn't play anybody. I about to say, can you read off their points? No, they didn't play anybody. Their Their best
0: opponent was New Mexico State.
1: They're thirteen and zero for a reason, folks, and it's not because they're the most dominant football team in the country. I didn't say they were the most dominant football team. I heard you talking before. They weren't. You're going to start the the, the, dominant team in the country, the PHX Liberty College Show. Calm down, calm down. Are you going Oregon? You going Liberty? What do you think?
2: Yeah, we're both by like fifty.
0: Look, we're both going to Oregon by fifty. Come on.
2: Come on, I would be show these guys some fucking respect, man. No, I think I think it was Ralph. No, No. I think Ralph tweeted a couple weeks ago that they said that there's a good chance that Oregon is a top five or top four team in the nation. They just got beat by a top three team. Yeah,
0: that's super unlucky for them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I bonics playing too, man. I can't. I can't. That's fair. If you if you told me like my life is on the line. Oregon to cover the spread or not? I'm I'm I am so quickly taking that 16. I'm, I'm really hoping so that my quickly. life doesn't come
0: down to Oregon versus Liberty. That's you what never I'm know looking. where life will take you. <laughs> well, hopefully not there. Hopefully not to the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, but maybe the Peach Bowl. It's funny we started this whole show talking about peaches and salmon's, and that's number three. That's what we call the teaser. Peach Bowl between Ole Miss and Penn State, number 11 versus number 10, two teams that were really in the middle of the pack. Yeah, I would say still the upper echelon of the the average teams throughout the season. Um, Ole Miss ten and two on the year. Penn State same ten and two. Now you you look at this matchup. Penn State is favored by four and a half points, uh, but you've got two programs that I would argue are continuing to rise, right? And, and specifically when you look at Ole Miss, this is a program that I can't imagine over the last what ten years has really been a. Constant top 10, constant top 15 program since what? Maybe Robert Kimdichie when he was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, right? Can you remember that? Robert Kimdichie. All right, moving on. Ole Miss. Uh, <laughs> like, but but they're there. No, I got they're you. They're there for a reason. Yeah, and, and no, I
1: got you. I got you. There are only two losses this season. Again, Alabama and Georgia. That's it. So here's here's the interesting thing about Penn State and why Ole Miss might have a really good time like taking advantage of where Penn State's at as a program, well, yes, they're rising. They lost both of their coordinators. That's tough. They lost their offensive and their defensive coordinator. And you can look at that two ways. You can look at it way number one, which is positive for Ole Miss, where there's no consistency. There's no, like, like a, a, a body of work to look back on to be like, okay, that's what we're going to build off for this season. You have a new offensive and a new defensive coordinator. And I'm pretty sure... Uh, one of them was an outside hire as well. Yeah, former Indiana coach Tom Allen is their new defensive coordinator. He wasn't even with the team the whole freaking season, and now he's their defensive coordinator for the bowl game. But on the other end, good old Lane Kiffin, you can good look at it at way number Lane two. Kiffin. You can look at it way number two. He said they have no clue what they're going to do. They have absolutely so no idea so what Penn State's going to do. You can look at it either way. I'm going to look at it the first way. And even though Penn State's favored... Losing two of your top three most important coaches. <laughs> Not good. So are you going who are you going with in this one? I'm 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 gonna take
0: Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole miss as I'm well. Take man. Ole miss. We're we're both picking the dog in that one. I like for the majority of this show. We have kind of been on like on the same page. With we have the only
1: picks. one we uh, we differed was uh, Mizzou, Missoula, Ohio State, which yeah. I, I so far, man, looking at all of these. Missoula, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Penn State. Those are probably the two closest games. Yeah. And And then the the next two that we're going to... Arizona, Oklahoma, and then, yeah, the next two we're going to talk about about. are by far... like I think that the the difference in the tiers, I think, one and two are just
0: so much higher. Well, let's get into it. Let's get to our number two game, the Rose Bowl, between Alabama and Michigan, number one versus number four. Now, look, I feel like you could have argued that this is number one, but... Simply because we have seen these two teams so often over the last five years in this position, in these big time games, is kind of why I have it at number two, right? Because when we get to number one, number one is is you know a matchup between two teams that you haven't seen at that level in at least some time. Mm-hmm. But there is, I feel like, more on the line here for these two teams than maybe the ones playing in the other bowl game that we're getting ready
1: to talk about. Yeah. Michigan's had one crazy season. Uh, and and the, they could have a crazy off season. And yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. You're, you're, you're hardball right now. You're the team, you're, you're the program and going out there and taking on a, an Alabama team that a lot of people did not want to see here. So it's, it's rare that a team in the college football playoffs has a chip on their shoulder. But Alabama has a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Because the entire narrative has been, they don't deserve it. We don't want to see it. It's over and over and over again. Georgia's a better day, Blah, 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 blah. Florida State, blah, 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 blah. Listen, at the end of the day, Alabama was a right pick. And at the end in, of the in day. this? And I think it to make the college football playoffs.
0: Well, it's again, it's a conversation of best team versus most deserving team.
1: Right. And, best uh, team,
0: Alabama's the better team. Um, but Florida State was the more deserving team.
1: Yeah, I I'm am, I am actually not decided on this one yet.
0: This is tough. You Alabama's know only loss is to Texas, who is another college football playoff team. So, I want to pick Michigan. You
1: want to pick Michigan. I want, that doesn't mean you're going to I want to pick Michigan. I It's so with? hard for me to not pick Alabama. And you know
0: why? And you know why? Because
1: they're Alabama freaking Bama.
0: But you know why they're Alabama freaking Bama? Because Nick Saban. And I am not going to bet against Nick Saban when it comes to the college football playoff until it's against Georgia. That is the only time that I'm going to bet against him. And that's the only time that I've ever bet against Alabama and Nick Saban. Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Sorry, Harbaugh. But at the end of the day, until you can beat a Giant, you are not in that conversation of being a Giant. I'm sorry, Ryan Day is not Nick Saban. So you could beat him up and down the street all you want. But until you go... Take away the crown from King Saban himself. I'm rolling with the Crimson Tide. That's what you gotta do. You know what?
1: Shh. Oh, he's gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Hey, fuck it. I want to do it, and you should do what you want in this life sometimes. Oh my god. I, I think you know what? Let's go. let's go blue. You say let's go blue? Let's go blue. Let's go blue. Oh my gosh, he's I rolling think, with Michigan. I think Michigan, I think Michigan pulls it out. And uh I, I think this is a this is a really big game for Harbaugh. If he doesn't win, he might go to the NFL. Man, he might just jump ship. I think if he wins, he's goes. I think. we're I think. I mean, no matter what, you is, are just wishful. Yeah, thinking. maybe I am just wishful. All right, we got to get to number one though, right? We do. We the Perfect Music City Bowl: Auburn versus Maryland. Woo, This is what college football is all about, baby. I lost sleep over this one.
0: I, w- I wish we had like a cricket sounder. That Woo. would be that would be really really fun. Look. Before we actually get to the number one game, I want to tell you about the number one breakfast burrito spot in my life, in my heart, and in the Valley. That is Burrito Express, guys. They've got locations all over the Valley. If you haven't checked them out, I don't know what you're doing. Like I said, they have got phenomenal customer service, and the burritos are a 10 out of 10. They hit every single day of the week. I'm still on the Breakfast Supreme, the bacon and egg. Um, the steak the steak burrito add bacon to that that's fire that's different grab a burrito follow burrito express on twitter at burrito exp
1: i got a cup holder but i don't have a burrito i'm i'm just yeah you always got to
0: look man it's things we start here we we put our breakfast burritos and
1: cup holders is what we do oh man we're built different the only way i can get hungrier is if i took an ogs that's that's valid that is <laughs> if I took an OGs, my burrito express has taken double the time. No, not double. It's going to be eaten double as fast. See, I'm hungry, man. Just my two. words...
0: Just get two. Ooh. Two OGs, two burritos. Two
1: OGs, two burritos equals one happy Eric. Listen, go. I've been a fan of OGs since before I worked here, man. I Like, I can't even lie to you. They, they, taste, they taste so good. They're scratch made. They're local. They taste amazing. And on top of all of that... They feel so great. They make you just relax a little bit. I'm a very, I'm a very tense person. They make you want to put a speedo on. I'm very wound up. I, I'm tell you what, I'm ten times more likely to put on an uh, <laughs> put times? on a speedo. You're ten times I, more likely to for, put a speedo if, on if I'm on ogs. Uh, because, ten times because you know there's 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 always the stress and the anxiety and everything that comes with wearing a speedo or just. Living in the world, and sometimes that's crazy though. 10 times more okay, likely to put let me have up. some hyperbole I'm like, I'm like, without calling me
0: out I'm about like 10 it. Okay, times more likely to like sit and watch a movie, or 10 times more likely to like get a snack. <laughs> I, I downed a whole jar of pickles the other day. Whoa, yeah, that's a red flag. Oh, no, it's not. You don't, like no. Uh, no. you
1: don't like pickles? No, no, and certainly not a whole jar of them things. Okay,
0: there was like there was like six like six spears left oh, no, man. i don't know i down those bro if you don't like pickles what are you talking about i'll let you continue your ad read. now i had that give you give don't
2: me, like pickles? give us your take give us your take pickles are disgusting thank you no. no business any on any, any no sandwich anywhere. You. i
0: will not stand for this shit anymore not doing it man pickles are awesome if you don't like them just leave man danielle doesn't like anything that i like nothing why is my face getting so pink, bro? Totes I know are... why, because you're screaming. Pickles are Totri, awesome. Totri if you don't and like pickles, I have pickles, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're just wrong.
2: Wildly different Thank you, Donald. Flavors. Donald
0: likes pickles.
2: Of course Donald likes pickles.
0: Now, I'm not saying it's acceptable to down an entire jar at all times. But you have OGs. It's okay. It's oh, that's acceptable. right. This is an ad for OGs. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, tell can. me wrong. pickles aren't
1: good. Thank God, thank God there's not a pickle flavor OGs that go under. Oh listen, my God! <laughs> listen, OGs, they'll never do you wrong. And if you don't like pickles, maybe you will when you eat OGs. You never know what might happen. And uh, they've got classics, they've got fruits, they've got creams. Ooh, they've got Indicas, they got Sativas, they got balances. I've been loving the CBD ones because I just need to breathe sometimes. Yeah, and OGs me helps me do that because sometimes my co-host gets wound up about pickles. Yeah, man and it ruins my day no i'm kidding i'm okay, kidding okay, i'm you, kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding all right listen i need an ogs now i need an ogs i need some burrito express and i'm gonna eat the burrito express on my way to illegal Pete's because i'm just gonna eat everything when i'm on some ogs man listen you can learn more about ogs in a non-screaming ad read about pickles uh <laughs> go over to OGsBrands.com. find out where you can find them uh a lot of places around the valley, and for for people who are not the biggest fans of THC and, and maybe don't like feeling way off, they've got these little mini ones. Yes, that like that are just that that maybe you need after this, brother, because uh, they 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 they're nice, man. They're they're, they're nice. Don't so. talk mess about pickles. Bro. Put a, put a vote for pickles in the chat. do will talk
0: mess about pickles, and we don't got to worry
1: about. It, I, I think that's the closest we've ever gotten to fighting. I think.
0: <sighs> yeah. No, I was ready to. End you
1: all
0: right. (laughs) Well, choke you out with a speedo dog. You ready to to end our top 10 list? Let's do it. Number one, we got the Sugar Bowl, none other than Texas versus Washington.
1: Number two versus
0: number three, two teams that we haven't seen in this spot in quite some time. And look, this is gonna be a fun matchup. I am so damn excited to see Michael Penix Jr. on this national stage, excited to see this Washington offense up against a Texas team that I'm going to be honest, I don't think Texas is going to show up in this game. Ooh. I think Washington handles Texas, to be honest with you. now Define when I, handles. I don't think handles as in they win by 10 plus. I think it's going to be a close game. But I think at the end of the day, when you look back at this game, you're like, Washington's offense did what it's done all season long, right? Mm-hmm. They thrived. Not to say that it won't be a close game. But when I say handle, I think Michael Penix Jr. is going to showcase why he should have been the Heisman-winning quarterback. And I firmly
1: believe that. I, I mean, firmly believe Washington beats Texas in this game. I, I, I am going to roll with Washington. Uh, Washington's had an incredible season, and Pennix has been really good. And, and I'm a big believer in, in games like this, when you're at the top of the top, what gives you that extra edge, that extra <clears throat> factor? That and, and I do believe, I do believe that that Pennix is that guy. And when you've got that guy, on a big stage, he needs to step up. If he doesn't step up, then then that's not not too great for his whole. Should have been the Heisman, but uh, man, I don't know. What did you say about handled? How many points? Ah, uh, look, this is this is what's the spread
0: on this game? Just taking a look at it, the spread on this one is Texas is favored by four and a half. I feel pretty confident in, in taking Washington money line.
1: You know, these are another two teams that are leaving their their conference, their respective conferences, yeah. and uh, and yeah, man, I just. I believe in Washington. I believe in Washington's football team. I believe in Penix as a as a quarterback and uh, Texas and Texas football. There's just uh something slightly off. Like I think they're a really good team and they did beat Bama, which is which is big. They but, beat uh, Bama a while ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. So we're so, both taking
0: Washington. Yeah, in? I'm gonna roll with Washington. I'll live now. with it. I will absolutely live with it, guys. I don't know if I'm as confident as you though. Nobody's ever as confident as me when it comes to Speedo. When it comes to. <laughs> You walked into that one, bro. Hit, hit that like button. That's going to do it for the PHNX Sun Devil show today. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devil. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow Senor Speedo over here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. You could follow DJ Danielle at Aprica Danielle on social media. And guys, we will be back at it tomorrow, 1230 p.m. Eric, you're going to be sitting right here again? I'll be here. Love it. We will see you then. But in the meantime, go Devils. And peace.